Good evening. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. News 95.5 AM 750 WSB. It is nine after the hour. This is Atlanta's evening news. And we are going to spend a ton of time over the next two hours taking your phone calls uh, about the Kavanaugh situation. I will bring you up to speed and then we will take your phone calls. Again, 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. We have today witnessed just uh, how politics can be so unusual, gut-wrenching, turning things upside down, crazy. Jeff Flake issued a statement this morning saying he would vote for Kavanaugh. Uh, there are a number of reasons why he decided to vote for Kavanaugh, but he is very good friends with Chris Coons, the senator from Delaware. And when Senator Coons began to near cry in the Senate Judiciary Committee about the process, Flake had an emotional moment where he left the room and decided he would ask for the FBI investigation. Now, what Flake did, and, and you do need to be mindful of this. This is important. Before you go beating up Jeff Flake on this, I'm not a fan of Jeff Flake's. Uh, I, I think Jeff Flake has been a terrible senator. He betrayed all the promises uh, he made to people who got him elected to the Senate, myself included. Uh, he, I, I was happy to support a primary against Jeff Flake. Uh, but Flake has done something interesting here because several senators, including Joe Donnelly of Indiana and Bill Nelson of Florida, came out, released their statement saying they were voting no against Brett Kavanaugh due to the lack of a short-term FBI review. Well, Flake has now gotten Mitch McConnell and President Trump to agree to the short-term FBI review. Brett Kavanaugh has had six FBI reviews. What are the odds that the seventh review is going to turn up something new? Very slim, I would suggest. So if the FBI review comes back and there's no there there, then suddenly Joe Donnelly and Bill Nelson are in a horrible position, Heidi Heiskamp as well in North Dakota, in horrible, difficult positions if they vote against Brett Kavanaugh. So what Flake may have actually done is picked up more votes for Brett Kavanaugh in the, in the process. I know we all want this done. And I think by the end of next week, we're going to have Brett Kavanaugh serial killer stories running. Like actually what's going to happen is they've trotted out enough false claims. Now what we're going to have now are false witnesses coming forward saying, Hey, they didn't interview me. They didn't interview me. That's what's going to happen. This is all a delay move, but Jeff Flake, now, listen, I realize I'm asking you to take my word on this. I don't care for the guy. I think he is vain. I think he's vainglorious. I think he's about an inch deep. But I also do know Jeff Flake is a nice guy. He he likes to be liked. That's part of his problem. He wants everybody to like him. And so what he's doing is he's slowing the process down so all the Democrats can have their process arguments made. And I don't think we're going to see Jeff Flake vote against Brett Kavanaugh. I think he wants to vote against Brett Kavanaugh. In fact, I was told overnight, well, I'll tell you what I was told overnight about Brett Ka or about Jeff Flake's decision-making that got him to yes this morning. There are four reasons why Jeff Flake got to yes last night until Chris Coon started crying and why I'm told Murkowski and Collins and Manchin were there. Uh, they, they had all gotten to yes last night until Flake did this today. Let me tell you why. Number one, 
a number of senators, not them, but a number of senators were persuaded by the Ronan Farrow, Jane Mayer piece in the New Yorker that this is all a bunch of garbage, uh, that the piece was run. It was so unsubstantiated. It had no facts to back it up, uh, no witnesses. And then the New York Times says they interviewed several dozen people who said that she not only had no memory of it, was but was asking them for their memory. Um, that scuttled a good number of, of the wavering Republicans. And then the Michael Avenetti claim came out which was so ridiculous to think that Brett Kavanaugh as a 15-year-old was a drug-running gang rape operator, and this woman kept going back to the parties and just avoided the punch. That pushed even more over the edge. Then you had George W. Bush, the former president of the United States, has been lobbying hard for Brett Kavanaugh. He has been calling senators. He's been calling uh, Flake, Murkowski, Collins, Manchin, and several others, making sure they were on board. And then lastly, you had Rachel Mitchell, the prosecutor from Arizona, who was picked largely to shore up Flake and some of these others. And she showed very clearly that Christine Blasey Ford had been coordinating with the Democrats and that the Democrats and Christine Blasey Ford's own legal team were keeping significant information from Ford, uh, such as the Senate was willing to come to her. She clearly had no idea. And also they lied about her being scared of traveling. And that really made Republicans mad. So when we went into this thing this morning, all of the Republicans were lined up to vote yes. Collins and Murkowski were ready to go. And then Jeff Flake had this weak moment in the elevator where political activists were screaming at him, claiming to be rape victims. And apparently they were. And that upset him. And then he got into the committee and Chris Kuhn starts crying about the lack of an FBI investigation. All of those things flakes a sensitive soul and these things rocked his emotions. And there you have it. That's that's where we got. Uh, Lindsey Graham continues to be on fire, uh, but I don't want to play you any of the Senate audio. I, w- I want to play you a piece of audio from yesterday from Jake Tapper on CNN which still sums up where we are in the present situation. The brutal accusations and his denial is so unequivocal that, that there's nothing that happened that, that he can even understand why these charges would be brought forward. The charges are upsetting, uh, and, and uh, they're obviously they've triggered an entire uh, national conversation uh, about sexual assault and sexual harassment, about the unequal way uh, that women and girls are treated in this country. At the same time, there is, as of now, no contemporaneous corroborating evidence for any of the charges, as far as we know. We haven't seen anybody emerge and say, yes, I remember that. And that is an important part of the story as well. Yes, there is no corroborating evidence today. And that is a very big part of the story. It is a very big issue. And there's no there there. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh's got to cooperate now with this FBI investigation because after his his declarations yesterday, he would look very guilty if they call for the FBI investigation today. He said, nope, I'm out. He's got to go through this. And he's had six of these. I think there is no there there. Uh, I very much think there's no there there. And I think we are about to see that in a week. Now, procedurally, where do we go from here? This is very, very important. Jeff Flake voted Kavanaugh out of committee. And his conditions were not binding conditions. His conditions were an FBI investigation. But he didn't make it as part of the motion. It was just an agreement. As a result of this, Mitch McConnell is going to call for the procedural vote tomorrow at noon to close debate on Kavanaugh. Tomorrow at noon, the Senate will move on a motion to proceed. 
A motion to proceed means the Senate has 30 hours through uh, to carry out a debate. What McConnell is agreeing to do is if they do the motion to proceed, he will then ha- they will have until Friday to wrap this thing up. He won't force it within 30 hours. He will wait until Friday. That's the state of play right now in the U.S. Senate. When we come back, I'll start taking your phone calls and your reaction. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. And don't forget, you can reach out to me on social media as well. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at EW Erickson. It is 25 after the hour. Just to fill you guys in on stuff, we got really heavy rain on the east side. Uh, The Stone Mountain area, Mountain Park, headed towards Snellville, Pine Lake, Belvedere Park, Candler McAfee area, and Panthersville. You got rain. And then just south of Douglasville, really strong storm south of Douglasville. All the stuff is moving fairly well due east. Uh, which means Noonan in the 85 area south of the city, you're going to get heavy rain here in the next 15, 20 minutes. Uh, If you're down 75, actually, if you're on 75 anywhere uh, other than right in the heart of Atlanta, uh, you're fairly clear. There's some light rain in the area. And then I-20 outside the perimeter headed towards South Carolina, you're clear. Um, 85 is where we got all the rain today. So now... Before I get to phones, and I do want to take your phone calls, 404-872-0750-1800, WSB Talk. If you're going somewhere to find a, a watering hole tonight, I've never been to Mr. C's Bar and Grill on Howell Mill Road. I don't know anything about it. It is described to me as a dive bar, which sounds like my type of place. But they put up a sign out front from there, this is Mr. C's Bar and Grill. It's on Howell Mill Road. And the sign said, ruin your future Supreme Court chances here. And naturally, hipster progressives in Atlanta have sparked outrage and threats at the business for putting up a sign that said, ruin your future Supreme Court chances here. Oh, people can't laugh anymore. So if you're going, if you want to go find a, cheap beer tonight go to mr c's bar and grill and tell him you love him and you're not offended by the sign because you have a sense of humor now let's go to terry in swanee you're up first tonight terry welcome have the republicans accidentally pulled off kind of a master stroke here by calling their bluff on this fbi investigation thing while at the same time you know getting the nomination out of the committee getting it to the floor in other well, words, yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Terry, and I would tell you, behold the power of and here. The Democrats think they're going to be able to trot out new witnesses or something, but the president's limited the scope of the investigation, and now they're bound by accepting the results, and that's actually going to help the Republicans, I think, when this thing turns around, showing up in next week on Friday. So I think it ultimately helps the Republicans here. Welcome back. It is Eric Erickson here, News 95.5 AM 750 WSB. Really heavy rain over I-20 at 285 on the east side. It is past Stone Mountain now, but it's headed towards Snellville and Loganville. You're going to have rain there. Uh, Lawrenceville, Decula, 
Auburn and Winder, you got some rain going on there. And in the Douglasville area and the Villarica area, you got rain over I-20 between Villarica and Douglasville. That's very heavy. Noonan, you are about to get smacked. If you are headed down to Noonan on 85, you are just going to get smacked with rain. And it is going to go all the way down to near LaGrange by the time it's over. Uh, Noonan, you will be starting. You'll be getting rain on the west side of Noonan right now. And on the east side of Noonan, headed towards Peachtree City. You're going to be getting rain in the next 10, 15 minutes. Uh, so just keep an eye out for it. Make sure your headlights are on. The phone number 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We are going back to the phones, and I am going to uh, Lewis in Duluth. Welcome. Hey, how you doing, sir? Good. How are you? Hello? Yes. You there? Yes, I'm here. All righty. Hey, long-time listener. I've been listening to you for a while now. but Hey, I'll get straight to my point. So with them doing this FBI investigation, uh, because everybody's been under oath, nothing's going to go back. Nobody's going to go back on their word because then they face felony charges. So then, therefore, if they were able to find out that Miss Ford lied about Kavanaugh, does she face the felony charges? Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, she could be perjuring herself. You should know that while we were on commercial break, her lawyer came out and said, I don't think that this investigation should be for a week. This should be a long, detailed investigation. Why is it only going to be a week? Um, Yeah, a partisan lawyer. Listen, yeah, Ford could be in trouble here. I don't think anyone would actually charge her because she came across so sympathetic. Um, But we haven't heard from Mark Judge. And it looks like now they're going to hear from Mark Judge. Uh, Jeff in Sandy Springs, you're next. Welcome. Hi, Eric. Hey there. Okay. Well, Eric, we, everyone in this country needs to learn a big lesson, and I know how to do it. How's that? Well, think about this. There's one important group here that we've not heard from, and that's the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Imagine this. Next week, all eight justices call out sick on the first day of their term. Well, you really think you're going to get Sotomayor and Ginsburg to call out sick in support of a conservative who might end Roe v. Wade? I think it would be protest for the crap that we've experienced in this confirmation hearing And I would hope that they would put the dignity of the Supreme Court ahead of any politics. This is a way they could do it and show solidarity. Well, listen, I I appreciate the sentiment, but I think they would say that engaging in any sort of protest would be putting politics into the process themselves. And there's no way you're going to get Sotomayor and Ginsburg to sit it out for a conservative. Uh, That's just not going to happen. Um, Joe in Alpharetta, you're up next. Welcome. Hey, Eric. Um, just wanted to put my two cents in. Um, Dr. Ford read every word from, uh, about her statement. She never once went to recall. Um, she read every word and maybe so that she wouldn't forget a word, but trust me, when you've had a life-changing moment, you you can recall every every last detail. You don't have to read it from a piece of paper. Well, uh, you are talking about a woman who claimed to have been sexually assaulted and could remember no details at all other than Brett Kavanaugh. 
exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, she uh, she generally thinking, she couldn't remember talking to reporters two weeks ago. Right, right. And I, I'm speaking from experience. I mean, 30, 40 years ago, and I can tell you what the temperature was. I can tell you the scent in the in the room. I can tell you the the lighting. I can t- I can tell you every detail, and in um, chronological order. Mm-hmm. not going ahead of myself or or leaving anything out. Yep. And, you know, it's it's very funny you should say this, Joe. And thanks very much for the phone call. I, again, I mentioned last night, I, I was on 10 to midnight last night, and all of my male friends heard uh, Ford and thought, oh, Kavanaugh's toast. And all the women who I know said, oh, my goodness, she's lying. I was actually really shocked by the gender divide there, and uh, and that's that's conservatives uh, and liberal women were very adamant that that Ford would tell the truth and Kavanaugh would, but among conservatives, I thought it was very very striking. Let's go back to the phones. We better not go back to the phones. Looking at the time, I should go take a commercial break. Why? So I can spend more time with my lovely listeners who are all on hold waiting to talk to me. Hello there. Uh, there is news. There's new news just happening. Uh, the Senate is not going to have the motion to proceed tomorrow. After all, they have decided that they can do it uh, midweek, that there's no reason to stick around for tomorrow since they have decided to push off until the end of the week. The FBI investigation will get going. It'll be a good faith show from the GOP and they will schedule the motion to proceed and have this wrapped up by Friday, supposedly. We will see. That's the state of play. The phone number here, 404-872-0750, wsb talk Let's go back to the phones. Catherine, you're up next. Welcome. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I have two questions. I'm an outraged Republican right now that my Republicans have um, crumbled again to the Democratic Party um, games. But my question is, if they're going to do this supplemental investigation into Mr. Kavanaugh, are they also going to do a background check on Ford Blasey? Uh, what they will do is they will limit it to her statements because she's not the nominee. They don't do a full background check on her. Uh, what instead they do is they, uh, everything they tell her, every person she names, they will then go interview those people and try to build a more complete picture of what she says happened. Uh, and they will look into her background, whether she was promiscuous or drinking, mm, like at the age of 15. No, they, they will not, uh, unless they, it, if it comes up in the various conversations, if someone says they were all drinking or something, they will explore that. Uh, but they won't delve further back. Remember, this isn't a criminal investigation. It is a right. superficial background investigation. Um, and what I think is going to happen is we've had all these Democrats telling us the Anita Hill investigation took less than a week by the FBI. What they're now going to do is say, hey, we need the FBI to, to go even longer because there's so much stuff. Um, just that that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, the Democrats are going to come up with every excuse to delay. Now, look, when we come back, I will bring you the latest headlines, but then I want to keep taking your phone calls on this. The phone number here, 404 872 
1-800-WSB-TALK, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Those of you who are still on the lines, please be patient with me. i got about 20 seconds. Uh, when we come back, we'll do a quick check of the headlines, and I will keep taking your calls and get your reaction on this week's events in the Brett Kavanaugh situation here on WSB. It's nine after the hour. I'm Eric Erickson. This is Atlanta's Evening News. We're going to spend this hour on your phone calls. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. I got to do the obligatory radar reading, though, because we got some heavy rain. Uh, there is south of I-20 is most of it. Uh, the Carrollton area, heavy, heavy rain over Carrollton right now. Uh, Douglasville is about to get some more rain. Powder Springs, Austell, Lithia Springs, and Mableton. You'll be getting rain here very shortly. It's rolling through Snellville right now on the way to Loganville. Lithonia is about to get it. Lakeview Estates is going to get it. Uh, it is cleared out of Decula right now, but it is headed towards the Athens area. On the south side, Noonan, you think you're through the rain. Ah, but you have more coming. And Peachtree City and Sharpsburg, you're about to get it. Uh, all the way down towards LaGrange, we've got rain on the 85 south side area. Uh, some light rain in the Palmetto, Fairburn, Union City, Jonesboro, River, Riverdale area, down 41 towards Griffin. Uh, light rain. Now, bring you up to speed here. Mitch McConnell saying there is going to be no vote after all tomorrow. The reason they're not going to do it is they do have agreement to make a motion to proceed later this week. The Democrats were not trusting the Republicans. Uh, so let me just explain basic Senate procedure for you. When a nomination or any piece of legislation comes out of any committee in the Senate, a Senator makes a motion to proceed. If it's legislation, it can be filibustered, meaning it needs 60 votes. If it's not, if it's just a nomination, you only need a majority to pass a motion to proceed. Once a motion to proceed is passed, uh, there are 30 hours of debate. The clock starts ticking. There are 30 hours of debate, and then you go into a final vote. What the Republicans had proposed is a Saturday motion to proceed vote, and then they would drag out the clock until Friday. Democrats and enough of the Republican senators said they didn't want anyone to think that the vote could be forced. So they put off the motion to proceed until roughly Wednesday at a time to be determined. And they have all of the Republicans agreeing to vote for it. And apparently a couple of the Democrats agreed to vote for it. They will then schedule the final vote, preferably on Friday, uh, but awaiting the FBI. As this is happening, uh, Christine Blasey Ford's lawyer has come out and said, nope. Um, we think this needs to be longer. This needs to be, um, this needs to be dragged out as long as possible. This needs to be very thorough. Um, but they are saying they will make Christine Blasey Ford available. They just haven't said they'll make her available this week. Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Joe Manchin, Heidi Heitzkamp, and Jeff Lake have all come out with statements this afternoon saying this is a one-week investigation of existing credible claims. That means they're not going to investigate Avenatti. They're going to investigate uh, Christine Blasey Ford. They're going to focus there. They may look into Deborah Ramirez, maybe, possibly, um, but not 100% sure. Now, 
Uh, one other issue, I, I thought it was very interesting. Um, yeah, Stacey Abrams has come out against Judge Kavanaugh, as you know. Uh, Nathan Deal has come out for him, as is Brian Kemp. Uh, but one of the, the blurbs in, the, in the, the news items about Stacey Abrams is she's also gotten an award about fighting human trafficking, which is very, very funny because it just so happens that, well, this is a, a significant attack on her and a credible one from the state legislature. This wasn't even the Kip campaign that leveled. It was some other Republicans who worked with her that they were pursuing human trafficking legislation in the state house and she walked out so she didn't have to vote for it because she had some constituents who didn't like it because they were afraid it could hurt some of their uh supporters so she walked out and did not vote for the human trafficking legislation and so coincidence 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 she's now got an award about fighting human trafficking after walking out on the vote that's how politics is done these days now, before we get into your calls, let's go check traffic with Mark McKay. And now, you see, I, 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 this is real-time news here. After me telling you all of that about Senate procedure and how they don't have to do anything until um, until Wednesday, the Senate has just formally agreed to have the motion to proceed tonight. They've now got the Democrats have come back and said, you know what, that's okay. We don't want to stick around. We trust you. Uh, Jeff Flake apparently has been getting the Democrats to do this so they didn't have to come back next week. They could be out on the campaign trail. Jeff Flake, keep in mind, is going to New Hampshire on Monday to deliver a presidential speech. He thinks he's going to challenge Trump in 2020. <laughs> Fat chance now. Um, seriously, they, they, they had decided... Uh, like 15, 20 minutes ago, they were going to do the motion to proceed on Wednesday. Now they're saying they're going to do it tonight, possibly by unanimous consent. So no one has to stick around. McConnell can do it himself and they will have the vote scheduled for next Friday, but they will not be meeting this weekend one way or the other. All that said, we're going back to the phones. Uh, I am going to Gordon calling from Athens. Welcome. Hello. Hi there. I wanted to ask you a question, Harry. Uh-huh. Okay. If they call for an FBI interview, okay, and the lady has to be interviewed by the FBI, and she hasn't come up with a date to this point in time, and if she gets a hold of that calendar, what's to stop her from saying, oh, I was, this happened on this particular date after looking at the right. calendar? Yes, well, and you know, as a matter of fact, there is a date, uh, July 1st, I believe it was. Uh, on Kavanaugh's calendar where he was at someone's, at Timmy's house with Mark Judge, PJ, and several others, according to his calendar. And the Democrats, look, 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 this is the date, this is the date, all the people are there. Although it's a bunch of other people we don't know, and he says it's for skis. We don't know what ski is. Um, the Democrats say it's short for brewski, that, that's what it is. They're convinced of it, it's all over his calendar. Uh, we have no idea what it was, um, but yes, it would not surprise me that his calendar will jog her memory. The FBI will have to probe that, but again, all the people she said can prove that she's there have said she this never happened, uh, so they're going to have to deal with that. Mark, incoming, you're going to be next. Welcome. Good afternoon, sir. Hi there. Hi. I think you answered my question earlier as to whether or not if they find... Mr. Kavanaugh, to be truthful, whether they would prosecute Dr. Ford for lying. They, would, do you think that they would? No, they, they, they would not. Um, no one is going to charge uh, Ford with lying. The, the reason they're not going to charge her with lying 
is that it would continue the saga. And Republicans want this all over and done with. That being the case, why the GoFundMe accounts? What is all of this money going to? Where is it going to if it's not going to protect her if she gets prosecuted? Right. Well, so a liberal activist set these GoFundMe accounts up. She was not actually involved in the setting up the GoFundMe accounts. She had a bunch of liberal activists set them up, uh, claiming they were going to help her pay her legal bills and whatnot, uh, pay her lawyers. Uh, maybe her lawyers said they were doing it pro bono. Maybe now they will take the money. They don't actually have to take the money out of GoFundMe. It can be refunded. Maybe that will happen. I'm not sure. Uh, but she was not involved in setting up those accounts. However, there have been hundreds and hundreds of that. I think I saw today $700,000 maybe raised. I have no idea. Um, but she wasn't involved with that. And, and she can decline the money, in which case it's refunded to everyone. Um, but she's not going to get prosecuted for lying unless the the FBI were somehow able to show that there was a clear, coordinated uh, attempt to design this accusation. It was completely false. She was never attacked by anyone uh, and on and on and on. And a one week uh, cursory background investigation isn't going to show any of that stuff. So she's not going to get prosecuted for lying. There's just, they're not going to do it. They all came away thinking she had been attacked by somebody. They just don't think it was Brett Kavanaugh. So, somewhat fitting after the Brett Kavanaugh testimony today, yesterday, today is National Drink Beer Day. Yep, today is National Drink Beer Day, the day after Brett Kavanaugh says, I liked beer, I still like beer. A man who's going to be on the United States Supreme Court, (laughs) unlike Merrick Garland. The phone number, 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. Mike, incoming. You're next. Yeah, hi, Eric. Hi there. Um, I had two questions. First of all, and maybe you covered this, so forgive me, but the FBI is going to be looking into these allegations with Blasey Ford. Are they going to do a more in-depth interview with her as opposed to the woman that the the Republicans had? So are they going to, you know, cross-examine her, if you will, for lack of a better term. No. So what happens with these background interviews is they essentially take her statement. Um, They take her statement on what she's, what is, what does she say happened and who does she say is there and where does she say it happened? And so if she can tell them where it happened, then they track down the property owner and they interview the property owner. Um, Then they interview all the people who she says were there. And if they say if they interview those people and say nobody was there or somebody else was there, then they go interview those people. Okay. now, the second question I had during this process, will anybody from the FBI be investigating the leak that started this whole thing? Supposedly. This all came about because it got leaked to the press. So is the FBI going to go looking into that aspect of this? You know, they should. Um, what they need to do, but th- this the Senate is going to have to require, ask for that as a separate investigation, who leaked the memo? Because um, Diane Feinstein's office was the only one that had it. And so it's got to be somebody from her office and they deny it. So they should look into this. If you'll recall, after the Anita Hill investigation in 1991, Senate Democrats who were in charge at the time 
insisted on a investigation into who leaked the FBI background information relating to Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas that that was leaked, uh, generating the controversy and Anita Hill statements. They held an investigation, and I do believe they found it was certain Senate staffers who had done it. I think they're going to do the same here uh, after this is done. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. Those are the phone numbers. When we come back, we will keep taking your phone calls on what is happening with the latest on the Kavanaugh situation. It is 38 after the hour. Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. Uh, We got storms headed through Lithonia into Lakeview Estates, just north of I-20, headed towards Conyers. We've got very heavy rain moving into Austell, Lithia Springs, and Mableton. Douglasville as well, about to get some heavy rain. Uh, Carrollton's going to get a little more rain. Really heavy rain on the south side, though, moving past Noonan now, but headed towards Peachtree City, Sonoya. Griffin's going to be getting some rain here in just a little bit. Lots and lots of rain down 85 south of Palmetto. Uh, The further south you go, the heavier it gets. If you're headed down towards LaGrange, there's some hail in the storms there just north of LaGrange, right over U.S. 27. So uh, just be advised it is all headed to the east. Let's go back to the phones now. Uh, I'm going to go to Art calling from Atlanta. You're next. Welcome. Hey, good evening. Thank you, Eric. Sure. Uh, Quick question. Um, Following the bouncing ball here with the – how the Democrats have behaved wanting a settled FBI investigation. Could you give me your insights on how legitimate will this FBI investigation be given the whole uh, Russia dossier deal and right. the credibility they've lost? I mean, it seems like another gotcha set up the Democrats and I'm not a conspiracy guy. I used to be cynical, but now I'm kind of in a reality world. So, well, it, you know, this puts the FBI in a terrible position if they're trying to overcome it, because if they if they say there's no there there, Democrats are going to attack them. If they do say there's something there, Republicans are going to attack them. Uh, this is a job the Senate could have done itself, and that was the entire objection to the Republicans is they have investigative oversight of the of the second and third branches of government. So why are they abdicating their investigative oversight to those branches of government? Uh, but this is going to happen now. What typically happens here is you have career FBI agents. I, I actually know something about this because I've had several friends who have gotten appointed uh, and are now on the federal bench. And what happens is FBI agents who are just their field office agents. So Christine Blasey Ford, she's out in Palo Alto, California. The local FBI office, FBI agents are going to go interview her. Um, if um, Mark Judge is in Delaware, well, the, the guys up in Dover, they're going to go interview him. The, the ones in Maryland are going to go interview Kavanaugh. It's not going to be the same people, by and large. It'll be different people. They will do detailed interviews with them. And then all the people that they name are going to get interviewed. And all the people they name are going to get interviewed. And it's going to happen through an entire week. It's going to consume massive amounts of resources of field offices. It is not going to be a Washington, D.C.-based FBI investigation. These are going to be the the career guys lower on the totem pole doing these investigations because it's not actually an investigation. It is background interviews. 
Uh, and at the end of the week, they will have compiled all of their stuff. They will say there's a there there or there's not. Essentially, it will be transcripts of interviews they've conducted with these people. Uh, they will probably conclude there's not enough information there because Christine Blasey Ford has given them no information. They will interview Mark Judge. They will interview Leland Kaiser, both of whom have said there was no there there. They'll interview P.J. Smith, who says there's no there there. And then they'll report back and say, look, all these people say there's no there there. Then they'll go interview Deborah Ramirez, who will say Brett Kavanaugh may or may not have exposed himself. She was too drunk to remember. And then they will interview the other people at the party, all of whom will say, nope, this didn't happen. Um, that's, that is, I mean, that's what the New Yorker reported. That's what the New York times reported. So they will then go from there and, and see whether or not, uh, it helps senators. What will happen is you will find that democratic partisans have said Kavanaugh did something and Republicans will say he didn't. And of those who were interviewed, and then the FBI will take that back and democratic senators will say, see, see, there's a there there. And Republicans will say, see, there's no there there. And that'll be the end of that. Oh, David and Tyrone, you're next. Welcome. How you doing, Mr. Erickson? I hope you you? and your family are doing well. We are. Thank you. Uh, I caught something yesterday with uh, Dr. Ford's testimony that because she she was drawing me in. I was I was starting to believe her. And then she made under oath testimony that uh, Brett Kavanaugh and I'm not quoting it directly. I'm sorry. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh put his hand over her mouth, and that is when she became most afraid that he was going to accidentally kill me. And that is what has affected her most of her life, according to her testimony. Now, I'm sorry, if you're being sexually assaulted and you think somebody's accidentally going to kill, that needs to be questioned big time. There are a lot of questions in the things she said, and and I hope that the FBI will. And, you know, Rachel Mitchell, who was the prosecutor who asked her those questions, said she just didn't think that uh, there was anything there to prosecute Brett Kavanaugh over. Not only that, that she didn't think she would even be able to get a search warrant for him based on the claims. There are a lot of questions there. Brad and Snellville, you're up next. Welcome. Hey, Eric. I appreciate the time to make the call. Sure. And, and thanks for being so patient. No worries. I was just sitting in the rain in the parking lot. No worries. Um, So when Kavanaugh was basically called to the mat, you know, saying, you know, let's break protocol. You turn over to your left and you go ahead and ask for an investigation and everything. You know, the Democrats were so enthusiastic about him breaking protocol. I felt like he kind of missed an opportunity there. He should have really broke protocol and turned around and said, I'll be more than happy to do it. I'll take the lie detector test on the one guarantee that you under oath guarantee that you will resign from politics completely if I am found not guilty. <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been awesome if he did something like that and really challenged him even more. And it was pretty clear that they were completely discombobulated by his challenge to begin with. I mean, these people, Diane Feinstein in particular, was completely thrown off by him pushing back. No one has ever done that to her or to any of these other senators. They, they, they really haven't. And she actually said that today, that, that she thought he was a profoundly angry person because of the way he, he pushed back at her on her questions. And she, I was just asking questions. No, you weren't. And he called you out for your BS and you didn't know how to respond. It was, it was deeply informative 
that they didn't know how to handle. They were not expecting that. They were expecting docile, calm Brett Kavanaugh, and that is not who showed up yesterday. Uh, and you know what he really should have done is he should have pointed out that they were not under oath, and he was. It is 54 after the hour. If you're on the south side, you got a lot of rain down 85 south of Palmetto in the Noonan area. It is headed east, Sharpsburg, Sonoya, Peachtree City, Fayetteville, Brooks, uh, all the way down to Griffin. You're going to be getting rain. Um, Now, back to the phones we go. Larry in Marietta, welcome. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm well. How about yourself? I'm very good. I uh, watched the entire hearing yesterday, and I uh, had some uh, credibility issues. I thought she was very uh, credible with her emotion or sympathy, but her factual credibility was severely lacking. And I think there's two kinds of credibility there. Oh, yeah. The, the emotional credibility. Yeah, I, I'm glad you put it that way. Her emotion. Yeah, it's clearly something traumatic happened to this woman, but she couldn't remember any of the details, even as of two weeks ago and what she said to The Washington Post and what she gave The Washington Post and whatnot. Well, uh, the, uh, the question comes to my mind is, is all of this testimony that she's given, I'll call it testimony, uh, is all of that subject to to not discovery from all of the people. One thing that I would be interested in, apparently she went from this country club to this party in a bathing suit. Well, and all, you know, a lot of that information has changed. It was a swim club that she was at within this, um, within this, within this country club. And, and even that yesterday, she started casting down on that. And that was her original story. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. There were credibility issues there that I guess the FBI will need to get into those as well. All right, John, welcome back. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So I watched the hearings yesterday, too, and I've just been pondering what we, what we might be talking about a week or 10 days from now. And it seems to me that if the FBI doesn't turn up anything and maybe even turns up something that uh, discredits Dr. Ford, then what do the Democrats do? Will they vote for the nominee for the Supreme Court? And if they don't, I think they'll look awfully disingenuous. Um, on the other hand, if, God forbid, the FBI does turn up something, what happens to poor old Lindsey Graham, who I've never seen go after the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, look, if if something were to come up, if if there were a if there were some sort of twist and suddenly there really was something that came out of the FBI investigation, if they raised a big red flag about Kavanaugh, uh, then, yeah, I, I think you would have a number of these Republicans step back and say, no, we we we, we got to kill this nominee now. Um, but I don't actually think that a single Democrat will vote for Brett Kavanaugh. If the FBI comes back and says there's no there there, uh, a lot of them, you got to remember that many of the Democrats who have been screaming about wanting an FBI investigation came out the night he was nominated and said he wouldn't they wouldn't vote for him. So there's just no way that they would ever do that, a- except for a guy like maybe Donnelly or, or Bill Nelson, who came out and said it was a lack of FBI investigation that caused the problem. We'll find out a week from today. Now, it looks like the way the votes are shaping up on this.